Welcome to our podcast, Ramblings on Faith. We choose to avoid talking about the specific structures of organized religion because in our minds, organized religion and its many agendas that can be well outside of God's work can be a major hindrance to one's personal relationship with God. Therefore, we will avoid it as much as possible. What's the purpose of these podcasts? Just think about how you define your personal relationship with God, why you define it as you do, and how it influences your daily life. This podcast is meant to be just as much of a learning journey for us as for our listeners. Our thoughts are that any subject can and should be discussed by people who both agree and disagree, even strongly disagree with one another. However, to be productive, all parties must do so in a mature manner. We are here to share thoughts and ideas, not to change anyone's mind. No one will be judged or should be expected to change deep-seated convictions based on this podcast or the discussions that follow. Just think about the points raised and see how they fit in your relationship with God. Is your relationship getting stronger or weaker? Kindness, forgiveness, and empathy are the key elements we hope to experience among ourselves and our listeners. Please keep in mind that we are lay people. We are not theological experts. However, we are both believers, and we hope you can really hear the thoughts in these podcasts and use them to guide your own growth in your relationship with God. Now let's get started talking about today's topic, faith. I'm Bert. And I'm Art. So Bert, during one of our first podcasts, we touched on the word salvation. Salvation is kind of a churchy word, and we'd like to direct our podcast today on what salvation is and how it relates to faith. Tell us, Bert, what is salvation and what does it have to do with faith? Thanks, Art, for the opportunity to discuss how each of these terms are related and what they have to do with our goal of strengthening our relationship with God. Let's break down faith, salvation, and even a stronger relationship with God. Since our stated goal is a stronger relationship with God, let's address it first. Regardless of where you are on your faith journey, if you have explored a closer relationship with God for years, or even if you are just thinking about beginning a closer walk with God, faith and salvation are necessary to consider. We spoke quite in depth during our other podcast about faith, but we'll review this discussion for first-time listeners. Just the fact that we have had a lot of feedback about how a stronger relationship with God and how this and salvation go hand in hand indicates there are many questions about these words or these terms or how these concepts go together. Just as a quick recap, 
from the New Testament of the Bible, the writer of Hebrews says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. As we keep this in mind, let's first talk about salvation. I feel many people make this term much harder to understand than it really is. Most people make the concept of salvation and heaven interlinked. And I believe that salvation, being saved, heaven, and being with God for eternity are all related terms. In fact, some of these, such as heaven and being with God for eternity, are completely interchangeable. Art, are you okay with that? This is exactly what I believe. So let's go on and finish this part of the discussion. Okay, now that we have defined faith, I feel we need to talk about how faith enters into a concept of heaven. I've often heard people say that heaven is defined even even by long-term believers as a place that one goes to after they have lived their life on earth. The description of heaven is found in various places in pages of the Bible. I believe these descriptions were meant to help people understand what happens to their souls after death. Even today, people feel as though it is the only place that one is in the presence of God himself. I believe that heaven, as described in Revelation by John, for example, as best as he could, simply because he only had his earthly perspectives and words which related God's images to the audience of the time. John was trying to describe the only time that man would be directly in the presence of God. This monumental task of describing the heaven in Revelation was the only way that people of that time could understand the relationship between God and man. And then the only way that man could possibly understand a relationship with God. This specific relationship had never been fully revealed before by God himself. I believe that heaven can best be described as being with God for eternity. Heaven is traditionally thought of being a specific place in which God and man are together for eternity. My definition is only slightly different, but the difference is significant. Instead of being a specific place, I believe heaven is a specific state of togetherness between God and man. Importantly, it's where the holy God is now with a holy man. And we'll discuss why this is important in another podcast. So, Bert... What do you mean when you use the term holy man? 
Well, art the holy man is the only essence of man that can be in the presence of God. It is a time when man has been judged and has been pardoned for all of his sins and can now stand with God. Can, can we stop for a second? Sure. When you say man has been judged, what do you mean by that? God ju- will judge man. He'll judge the righteous and the wicked as found in Ecclesiastes 3. Jesus, however, stands in, so to speak, by his death and resurrection and makes us righteous and judgment free. Thank you. So, this is significant because people can only be in the presence of that which is holy and has no attributes of sin. As I said, we'll talk more about this in another podcast. You brought up the concept of obtaining more faith. How does one get more faith? Faith so as to live eternally with God. First thing, faith comes from God. So we need to know what God wants. Quite simply, I believe that God wants our belief, our undivided love, our undivided attention, and our undivided devotion. So, development of one's faith is different for everyone. My question then, Art, is that even though development of faith is different for everyone, it's also similar. How then do you develop your faith? I've been able to strengthen my relationship with God through using and studying daily devotionals from various sources, by reading and studying the Bible, attending church services and classes on different subjects, and discussing spiritual topics with others. That's very close to my um, journey to develop a stronger relationship with God. I learned to develop faith over the years in a variety of ways and through a variety of approaches. Specifically, though, I developed my faith by simply trying to develop a closer relationship to God each and every day. A person's approach should be an individual effort that brings one closer to God. It has to be effective for you, for no one else, just for you. But for me, I try to know the mind of God by doing a variety of devotions every day. Secondly, I practice listening to God to find out what God is trying to tell me every day. This is probably the most difficult part of any of the practices that I try to accomplish. Finally, most helpful for me, I spend much time in prayer each day. Could we stop there again for a sec? And you use the term prayer. Could you tell me what prayer is to you and how you use it? Well, the basic forms in general of prayer are adoration, contrition, 
thanksgiving, and supplication. It's abbreviated as ACTS, ACTS. The most important benefit of prayer is received from listening to direction from God. So, people often ask, with good intentions, if God already knows our minds, why do we even need to pray? In another podcast, we'll talk about prayer. But for now, suffice it to say that prayer should be when and where one strives in general to know the mind of God, in general to know His plans for you and me, where do we fit into His plans, and specifically, when to know when we are to move to the next step in His plan. Remember, we may not receive words of God or thoughts, as it may be, but God's direction may come to us as a series of events where he's already working. For example, in one church, individuals were interested in starting a mission that would benefit the people of the neighborhood. A doctor in the congregation stepped up, along with other individuals, to develop a plan to make this mission happen. The doctor enlisted several nurses who were currently practicing medicine or had been in the nursing field in the past. So one of the individuals of the church was involved in a discussion that entailed the need for certain pieces of equipment he had in another career. And he had been a salesman for medical equipment. He knew the equipment well and had resources that could help with providing equipment needed for the free clinic. Does it just seem coincidental that a mission which had only been a dream of a few individuals actually became a reality? I believe that this was not just a coincidence. It was a God incident. This is a fairly obvious example of how God might guide one through a series of events to open our eyes to achieve God's goals, even though we don't seemingly have the resources and become a realized mission. But with the person's initiative based on God's direction, God's mission is born. As such, so is faith. As the scripture in the Bible says, ask and it shall be given unto you. This person, with God's guidance, has seen what he or she thought her, his or her mission as it was born. It happens all the time with direction from God and initiative from the individual who felt called to the mission, but didn't have the earthly means to see God's mission come to fruition. So does this mean we're supposed to 
just blindly do what appears God is telling us, or maybe even what someone else has told us, this is what God wants us to do? In fact, what is blind faith, and can this blind faith develop into a mindset into which a cult-like group could form? There are folks on both the extreme poles of belief, liberal, and conservative. We are a finite people trying to understand and explain an infinite God. I doubt that any of us gets our understandings completely right. Closing our minds to other interpretations of God's word might be considered blind faith. It is absolutely okay to ask questions with regard to faith. Faith is belief seeking understanding. We've discussed many subjects during this episode, and I think for now, the best thing for our listeners to do is to review this material, see what questions come to mind, and submit them for future podcasts by mentioning specific thoughts, ideas, and topics in the comments area below. This way, we can have an opportunity to review what is relevant in your journey. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please join us again as we will continue our journey together to become closer to God. This, as we have stated, is the sole purpose of our efforts in these podcasts. Thank you again, and we will talk to you next time. May you be joyful, and may you have a peaceful heart. And may you embody loving kindness. I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you, that the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. I pray the Lord lift up his countenance and give you his peace. Amen. Yay!